Suicide, the dramedy podcast about mental illness and choosing life over death, one cup of coffee at a time. I'm your host, Chris Parker Howard, and today on the show, we have got breathing expert and uh, general all-around guru of uh, things, Hannes Bend. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry to come out of the gate with so many uhs, ums, and stumbles, but that's kind of where I'm at in this given moment. And if I'm trying to do anything here, it's it's get people out of their comfort zone and doing things they're uncomfortable with. And that's exactly where I was at with this conversation with this gentleman today, because he was talking to me from outdoors, walking around in Florida. As such, there were all kinds of sounds. There were uh, construction and ambulances and fire trucks and wind and bugs and birds. And this conversation was beautiful. It was amazing. It, it, it really got me out of my comfort zone and I had to pay attention. Uh, you'll hear in the, in the sound of the quality, I was able to clean it up so we can hear each other just fine. But during the conversation, it was kind of loud and sort of noisy, and it took me out of the sterile environment of this studio and put me right in the streets of Florida. Uh, it was a great conversation, and it's 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 really it's really powerful the things that your breathing can do for you. And I'm a firm believer in this. And so I was very happy to have him on the show and to talk a little bit about that, as well as the technology that he's developing to make using your computer a little bit better for you. Um, he'll get into more of that. If you want to get into more of that, you can also find all of the links to all of the everything that you need from Hanaspend at hanaspend.com, H-A-N-N-E-S-B-E-N-D.com. Now, before we get into that conversation, I do want to take a minute to thank everybody who's showing up for the Thursday meetings. If you're thinking about it and you're on the fence, show up. You don't have to show your face. You don't even have to use your real name. You can be a fly on the wall and just check things out, see if it's for you. Um, It meets every single Thursday. You can find out more at coffeeoversuicide.com slash talk or go to meetup.com and find the Coffee Over Suicide Thursday Zoom. It's not recorded. It's just for us. It's like group therapy without the therapist. So I highly encourage you to show up. It's a great time, and I'd love to meet you. Let's talk. Let's have a cup of coffee and hash some stuff out. So without further ado, I'll stop talking here, and we'll get into this conversation with Hannes Bend.
Good morning. I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. Uh, it's it's been kind of a kind of a strange day. We're in the beginning of a new year. There's a lot of uh, reflection that goes on. You know, you think about the year that's passed. You think about the year that's coming. It's it's pretty easy for most people I know to measure things in the those spans of time that you know the Gregorian calendar has decided this is what we're doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's all just time and the time that we have, and that's all great. But uh, I'm a little introspective about that today. A uh, uh, a friend of mine just passed, and it's been kind of a, something that we were aware was going to happen, you know. Uh, but it's never quite – it's never – quite something that you're ready for even when you're ready for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But seeing all of the love that his family has for him uh, and the way that that love has kind of superseded the grief, at least temporarily, I'm sure it's all going to come in waves, you know? It's oddly been kind of wonderful. Sorry, what? It's oddly been kind of wonderful uh, just to see a life that was well-lived and full of love. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah. So where am I talking to you from? <laughs> I'm from I'm in Florida right now. It just... Uh... It, uh, it just reminded me what you what you're sharing right now. A friend of mine passed away in April 21. Yeah, dear friend of mine, she was such a sweetheart, and uh, yeah, and you couldn't even like we couldn't gather and mourn these days. It's hopefully a little bit different. Yeah. It was in April last year. It's still like very much in lockdown, so our whole like community, our friendship around her, we couldn't meet. Um, so we had to kind of mourn apart, and that was that made it really it made it harder. So yeah. Definitely. So it's a, a, a tell me. <laughs> I, I love the fact that I see all of the, this wonderful blue sky behind you. Uh, tell tell me a little bit about when did you uh, when did you arrive in Florida? As this is the place. <laughs> <laughs> I, I decided on short notice to to go here for New Year's Eve because also I'm I have. Uh, I have a lot of like meetings mm-hmm. with, um, with people here for my startup because uh, we're just starting around and investor meetings and uh, partnership meetings. So and apparently like thousands of New Yorkers moved to Miami during the pandemic and I wasn't aware of that. So I was put in this uh, telegram channels and groups on startup peers and investors being in Miami. And I thought, why, why not going to Miami for New Year's Eve? And it's all outdoors. There was a concert here. We joined on the 31st outside. Um, it was beautiful at the beach. And then yesterday I had the first meetings today. So so it's been kind of nice. Uh, it's been different than in New York where you're kind of meeting everything. It's just like it needs to be indoor, winter, cold. <laughs> and so in here in Miami, it's just like everything happens outdoor. And, yeah. Uh, most things. So it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a different perspective on the pandemic here in Florida in general. But yeah. it's also then safe. Outside. Yeah, I, I I guess it shouldn't surprise me that I, I'm I'm talking to you outside. 
because you have a particular way uh, of thinking outside of the box <laughs> that I, I find very interesting. I I connected with you a couple of months ago. Um, well, I guess about a month ago now, uh, and just sort of started following you around uh, digitally and trying to figure out who this guy is. And you've got you've got a hell of a story. Uh, and I would like to just get into it. Um, talk to me a little bit about where you're from and, and what led you to do what you're doing now. Oh yeah. Thanks so much. I think we all have like everybody who's right now here listening and everybody I think on this planet right now has an incredible story. So, um, maybe mine is a little bit more visible based on what I do. Um, I had birth trauma and then I had very intense anxiety and depression up until my early 30s so I was even though I was successful as in my career and got a visa for the US I was not I was just very struggling with a lot of you know depression I felt very disconnected so uh, it took me like a years of intense meditation and and yoga and, and mindfulness practice to, to then live a healthy and happy life so I'm very 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 yeah, just grateful to be alive these days and uh, and I started then multiple technologies and now my startup to, to help share um, things that or create technologies that help everybody hopefully feel a bit more relaxed and, and more joyful. I, I love the way that you just talk so matter-of-factly about all of that. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm really fascinated. So I, have you seen a big difference in the way mental health discussions happen here versus there in Europe you mean yeah. where I grew up like what 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 is the conversation like it's hard for me i've been here now for almost 10 years in the us um and i so i a lot of things changed over there especially with the pandemic and stuff yeah. i think in like when i was here half of the year maybe 12 years ago and then half of the year in europe I think it was really hard to talk about anything mental health related. It was just very alienating and still, I guess, is in many ways. So I was always trying to push through everything yeah. and to kind of like ignore it and not share with anybody. Um, I also didn't really know it was depression because I felt like that my whole life, almost like very disconnected, very like isolated. And it was really needed to be more aware of my breath, of my body, of my presence to to learn that actually most people don't feel or at least back then, I mean, now there's like an increase in, in, in depression and anxiety, but that most people weren't feeling like like that miserable like I did. Yeah. And so, because if you're like used to that as a norm, I thought like most other people would feel like that too. And so I feel like in the, in the US and hopefully the, that's a little bit shifting, that people are more open to sharing, um, their friends at least, going to therapy, um, you know, going to all kinds of mindfulness events or whatever helps them feel better. In a, in a peaceful and, and um, harmless way. It does seem like it's been trending in that direction for the past five years or so, at least, where it's it's really becoming a much more common conversation, people being willing to talk about things uh, in order to fix it versus, you know, just tamping it all down in order to paste over it and, and try to... <laughs> try to ignore that it's happening at all. It's just not a sustainable model of behavior. 
But but tell me tell me a little bit about uh, because you did mention breathing there, and one of the things that I discovered a long time ago, and these things are related. Uh, I discovered a long time ago that you can change the shape of your brain physically and literally uh, by changing your thoughts. It, it takes time, it takes practice. But you can actually almost exercising your brain to get muscles, right? It's like you you work your body, you get muscles, you exercise your thoughts differently, and you can change the shape of your brain. It, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy is one of the ways that people do that. So when I started hearing you talk about the changes in the body that can occur through breathing, uh, I was immediately intrigued by that. Because I, I, I've seen similar things happen. You can absolutely change your being through things that you wouldn't have necessarily thought of, things that people take for granted all the time. So talk to me a little bit about how you discovered breathing as something that you needed to be focusing on. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a journey. Like I started with yoga I had a great yoga teacher. Um, she really emphasized on yoga alignment with breath. But, you know, it's a little bit like, you know, like, oh, you sync your movement with your breath. Yeah. And I did meditation for many years, like those 10-day silent retreats, you know, a few hours a day. But you'd like observe your breathing. So it wasn't as active. So I still I feel like I needed an intense yoga practice. I needed an intense meditation practice. I always needed to go on the mat, sit down, do those retreats. Um, and it was really only until like, 2014 2015 when i discovered like wim hof method uh, and my friend now my friend wim hof um his breathing technique where i feel like oh wow this is like very integrated and it and it got me kind of like to a very um a state of relaxation much much faster and i felt like the immediate impacts and then i was like wow this is just this is basically you know a breathing technique mostly and then i did it so much especially with ice baths that i became aware of my breathing all the time so I, uh, when, not when I'm sleeping but <laughs> yeah. so, so that's kind of when I learned like oh breathing and now I feel like I never want to lose that awareness of my breathing and I feel like it's always there like Vim talks about it um, as second nature um, so it's kind of like always there as an awareness so it's almost like whenever I'm getting stressed I notice like oh my breathing might get more shallow so I can guide myself back to a more relaxed state through breathing Yeah, and because it and even like, and also as you mentioned, there's like, you know, blood chemistry changes. Like studies on the Wim Hof method have shown, and others have shown that. Other studies have shown that we change our pH levels with different breathing. We can change our blood oxygen saturation. Like all kinds of, you know, brain frequencies are changing. Um, so, it's very very interesting what breathing does. And there's not so much knowledge about it because nobody kind of makes money off that so much. You yeah. know, there's like. More, more money to be made in like selling pharmaceutical stuff. Not that it's bad, you know, it's just like there's more in industry, so there's yeah. more money being put in marketing and advertisement of those studies. But breathing techniques are for free, everybody, you know, available. And if I've seen, you know, thousands of people, you know, reported or even way more online who like said, you know, breathing techniques have really changed my life. And it, and it also like as the first thing, it helps helps oneself you know anybody who listens like focusing on breathing it's like oh i'm away from my thoughts i have something internally inside of me i can redirect my focus at and then with deeper breathing with belly breathing i can actually like calm my nervous system down 
and at the same time with deeper breathing improve my immune system too so um it's very uh, yeah, underutilized though and i <laughs> We're all breathing way too shallow, including me. You know, on, a, on an average basis, so yeah. oftentimes breathing in my chest. So, and that's that was like one thing where it's like, oh, you know, I don't have to spend a few hours meditating and stuff. You know, I can have this as a continuous guided meditative experience, like to be aware of my breathing. You know, pay attention to how how relaxed my body is, and um, and yeah, like I haven't gotten sick in six, seven years or something. Nice, very healthy. Uh, feel more peaceful you know i'm sure sometimes stress comes <laughs> like it's you know, i'm only human too but yeah so well it happens to all of us uh it, it's it, it's it's part of the human experience you know you you experience all of these different emotions sometimes they're serving you and sometimes they're not <laughs> but they're all there for 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 a reason they're all they're all there for a reason it's just whether or not they're good in the moment <laughs> <laughs> but as far as the breathing is concerned, that is something that uh, has been a, a kind of a, a constant in, in my life without even really knowing it. And I think a lot of people have have similar – I mean, obviously, everybody breathes. But, uh, but the very idea of using your breath to uh, soothe when things are chaotic or going wrong, you know, focus on your breathing – uh, Lamaze classes uh, for for mothers giving birth, you know, focus on your breathing. There are so many little things that you can do where breathing can assist uh, weightlifting, um, just about everything. Breathing is so, so important in exercise. It's important for just about everything. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't live without it, but as far as assisting in breathing correctly, talk to me a, a little bit about your experience with anxiety and and what that looked like for you before you before you started practicing this like what 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 was your what was your situation like mm -hmm. yeah uh, just to, to, to note on that like also like basketball i'm a huge basketball fan yeah. but if you see like, taking their shots they're oftentimes like taking an exhale and then the shooting so it, it might not they might not think about breathing yeah. but they're actually doing a breathing technique a, a breathing technique i i i only recall this i felt very disconnected i just felt like uh, my mind was racing and i feel like i was my racing mind um yeah. when i did the so i was just like the thoughts that came up i was like identified with them i thought like this is my reality you know when when i thought badly about something it was like this is my reality right now and i didn't really have anything else to go in my own reality or i had to go to you know distract myself entertain myself um you know like it's like it's a, like it's a loud noise <laughs> like you know stress, like pay attention to that stress because you don't have any other tool to go to and so breathing especially and gave me like and focus like something to to go to like it's almost like you know looking at these trees here like yeah it's almost like you can always like lean next to and then you know breathe and literally breathe in the fresh air and i feel like i i was just so disconnected and um you know just i was like waking up in the morning like that going to bed like this so anybody who has depression and anxiety like it's it's you know there's i highly recommend breathing techniques and just learning how to breathe deeper um i've been there and, and it's it's really hard and uh when we were not giving, and it's nobody's fault, it's, we were not giving the tools in the society to self-regulate and to deal with depression in a way that is outside of the pharmaceutical realm. And um, anybody who listens who struggles, like I really just highly recommend breathing techniques and, and any relaxing techniques. And 
um, nobody's alone in that and uh, uh, it's really possible to recover from that even though in that moment I remember it felt like that's the reality it's the ultimate reality I can never get out of this yeah. like I'm miserable now and forever uh, the world is a bad place and so it's really possible to not feel like that anymore on a consistent basis and to get over that um, for good so yeah, now yeah. when you're when you're focusing on your breath in those moments uh are you are, are you talking to yourself at all are you assessing the situation to to verify how valid the the fear is or the depression i mean what what's going on in your mind at that time are you just kind of setting things down so that you can see them later or or what's going on you you mean like when i had depression yeah when the depression when the depression was bad and you were uh for instance using these these techniques to help yourself i uh, i'm trying to think about the the ways in which someone might start to employ something like this so the so i started with with yoga like yoga that was really focused on breathing mm-hmm. and then you do like a movement and you focus on while doing the movement focusing on like you do it on the inhale you do it on the exhale um and that helped me a lot and then i did vipassana meditation where you observe your breathing but it's still you don't work on the breathing itself yeah so i felt better after the yoga practice after the vipassana meditation but there was some kind of duality some kind of observation in there which then you might come back to like after that experience like feel better but you had like i might still had that you know remember like eight years ten years ago when I started it, and that was the period time where I shifted, you know, like so you kind of like go to the experiences, feel better, then it gets worse, you go back to the experiences. But then I did it so much that over time I became so aware of my breathing. But now to short, shortcut that and to say, you know, like nobody has to like do this years of the practice, I would really recommend learning to do belly breathing because then you're like actively guiding your breathing. So when I'm talking now, you know, I can be like, I'll take a sigh, letting go exhale, which already I know the studies on this that creates twice as much air flowing into my lungs on the next inhale and then when i'm taking an inhale now while i'm talking i can expand my belly first and you know even though i'm like oh my god i'm public speaking maybe you know hundreds of people might see this i might get heart racing but i can calm myself down by expanding my belly and my chest and you know just kind of like thereby while i'm speaking and having maybe this racing thoughts i I know that my heart rate is calmer my body is becoming more relaxed so so that's what i would uh i would recommend anybody like belly breathing Wim Hof breathing, but I would only a lot of people who do Wim Hof method breathing they breathe through cellar, through their chest. Yeah. So I'd always recommend breathing through the belly and um, learning that, like the diaphragmatic belly breathing, and just like a learning to take a, a letting go exhale. It sounds so simple, and this is like there must be something else to it, but I think it's just sometimes just learning how to let go. It's like when I did breathing classes, like I've guided thousands of people the last eight years, um, like it's sometimes really hard for some people to learn to take a letting go exhale. Like, and it took me very many years too, when I realized like, Oh my God, I was always trying to like push, push out air. So I was always holding on to some tension, yeah. but there's a beauty. There's a beauty as an experience. Um, and in general on like a, just like a letting go exhale. And that's sometimes like just this letting go. It's kind of like, we trust almost like we trust gravity. We trust the earth to kind of catch our lungs. Yeah. Right? If you like, and then relax our muscles thereby. And so it's something as simple as learning how to take a deep belly inhale and a letting go exhale that really did the trick. And when I realized like, oh, I don't have to push out air. I don't have to hold on all the time. I can just open up on the inhale, 
And on the letting go axis, I can just release everything. So I think if somebody does that for like a few minutes, um, like a few minutes, they might feel immediately better. Um, even it just like might just be five of those breaths. And uh, so I think I would recommend that because I, it took me years of learning to, you know, I did this with yoga, I did this with meditation, but and then I did it with Wim Hof, but then what's belly breathing? So there was a lot of things I had to process and to kind of simplify and uh, if somebody like struggles with it, that's the way I would say. Just like if they have breathing, like an active deep inhale, and a kind of like a passive letting go exhale, but kind of um, not going too much into the observing things, which is like vipassana breathing meditation and stuff. Like I would more recommend yoga, uh, breath meditation, because um, like the, when you observe it, you might have still like a shallow breath, breathing pattern, but you don't wanna you don't wanna like keep breathing shallow like the purpose of like getting out of depression out of anxiety living more healthier and happier is to like really just hone in on the belly breathing and yeah. for the ones who try to keep a six pack you know allow yourself for a few breaths to like really expand your belly and in the beginning of my sessions i would say like it's a six pack free zone you know please let go of any tension on your belly yeah <laughs> and you know because uh, like, we're so trained to like tighten up our belly and to like be tense and only breathe through our chest. So letting go of that for a few moments brings also immediately some relief and joy. Oh, that's uh, – I mean it's it's so amazing that you say that too because the one of the things that you have to do when you sing is you have to, you have to expand your belly to sing. Uh, I mean, it's it's a thing that, and a lot of singers have a lot of vanity too. So it's 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 this push and pull. But but it's so true. You've you've really got to you've really got to focus on uh, letting that ego go and think more about just uh, uh, just focus on the breathing and and let that take you where it wants to go. It's. It's important to do in singing. It's important to do in just in letting go of anxiety. It's two things that I learned. And and one of those things that uh, I, I used to hear people tell me, um, I, I started I started singing in like punk rock bands and stuff. And so it was all just right out of the neck, you know, and just <laughs> I wasn't doing it right at all. I learned no technique. I couldn't hold and I was playing drums at the same time, too. So it was just kind of like, you know, it was just brutal just difficult, difficult, difficult. And I was making it difficult. And I would have friends tell me, you know, no, you got to go from the diaphragm and, you know, learn how to take a breath and things like that. And I, I was like, I don't know what that means. I, I honestly can't even follow what you're trying to tell me to do. And then I had a friend explain it to me uh, in layman's terms and just kind of walk me through it. And that was really a big light bulb moment. Um, like, no, no, no. You know, like when you're pushing your belly out, uh, you know, breathe from your stomach. Like, think about it like that. And it, it really changed everything. It changed a lot in my public speaking, my ability to have conversations without, you know, c coming up short for breath or or anything like that. And then when I started in practice of meditation and, and yoga, which I'm still terrible at, uh it it, it informed everything but that's but that's what's beautiful about it is that you don't have to be perfect at it it's it's kind of a wonderful thing to be able to chase it's a good thing to be able to say uh you know this is something i can get better at this is something that it's not the end re there is no end result there is only improvement 
Exactly. I love that. Like, it's a, it reminds me of like the beginner's mind. Yeah. I feel like everybody thinks like I'm really good at this and that. Like, the, I think for me, almost like the purpose of yoga and meditation, if you get, if you do it a lot, you become like an expert meditator because of the amount of hours you did or something. Yeah. It's almost you want to gain that like sense of wonder and awe. You know, it's like oh my god, like there's you know there's a beautiful flower. Oh my god, there's a beautiful song and sound. Or, you know, just but like almost like discovering beauty in everything. And I feel like that's that's like the beautiful thing and then you're like oh i've done this in a different way now i do this posture and yoga this way or meditate this way and it's always remaining that sense of awe and wonder i think yeah um, is like is like the beauty of all of that and and it doesn't matter like for somebody else dancing is a meditation for somebody else it's you know it's playing drums and i feel as long as it sparks curiosity and and care for each other and you know joy of being present and being sense of yeah, being in awe of being yeah um and that's what oftentimes what i know i i had, did not have during depression and anxiety because some somebody could tell me like oh look at this beautiful thing and it's and i was like what what is this just a thing or something and so i think that that came back and it can come back and i um so i mean obviously i'm a fan of like you know breath work can get you there yeah yeah <laughs> Different ways. There's different ways, yeah. But I, I'm a big fan of that too. I mean, any any sort of tools that you can get at your disposal just out of yourself, you know, ways that you can improve yourself. Because I, I, I'm a firm believer that there is uh, there's a place for medications and therapists and things like that. Different people have different needs. But I'm also a person who had that idea several years ago, if I'm stranded on a desert island with no medicine, no therapist, is my brain going to kill me? Am I just going to kill myself because I've got, I've got none of these tools? And I came up with the idea that you know these things might not necessarily go away, but how do I learn how to live with them? How do I learn how to live within this body that functions like this? So if I'm going to be wired for depression or I'm going to be wired for sadness, I'm going to be wired for suicidal thoughts, how do I live with those things instead of letting them overwhelm me? And one of the very first things I discovered was the square breathing technique. And it was a real game changer because I had pretty severe social anxiety. I could go somewhere and perform. But I couldn't go to the store to buy bread. <laughs> and so it was a very weird thing. And, and having to get to that place where I could just focus on something like my breath and just, you know, I'm going to go. And it, it feels so ridiculous to me now. But at the time, it felt like life or death. It felt like, you know, I, I felt so much trauma just going into the store like, okay. You know, it, it was like I was going into a, a battlefield. You know, all right, I'm going in here. So we're just going to breathe in. We're going to hold. We're going to breathe out. We're going to hold. And we're going to repeat. And we're just going to try to slow that heart rate down. We're not going to pay attention to that guy over there who looks like he's looking at us. We're not going to pay attention to the people around us. We're not going to pay attention to the fact that, you know, maybe uh, uh, I should have, I should have. Uh, worn different clothes today. You know, we're not going to pay attention to these things. We're just going to focus on the breath and the thing that needs to get done. And then at the end of the, at the end of the whole process, you know, you leave the store with a loaf of bread and you go, 
I did it. I completed the mission. You know, and there's and your brain doesn't know the difference between completing that task and uh climbing Mount Everest. It just knows that you completed a task and it delivers you the sweet, sweet release of your serotonin and your dopamine. And congratulations, you checked something off the list today. And that was one of the first things I learned. So I I I'm really excited about the other things that I can learn about this moving forward. And I think a lot of people will be too, because there's, there's nothing wrong with having the need for a, a, a therapist to get you some tools that you can carry around for yourself. Uh, you might need yeah. medication to get you over a hump, uh, or you might need it for the rest of your life, depending on your wiring and your, and your, and your chemicals or whatever. You know, if, you're, if your brain ain't making it, store-bought's fine. That's great. But the more things you can do for yourself uh, in any given situation, it's only beneficial. It's only beneficial. And breathing gets overlooked so often. And I'm, I'm just so, so excited about discovering this uh, as, oh, this is, this is a whole new set of weapons. This is great. <laughs> so tell it me, is. tell me a little bit about, uh, about breathing.ai. Oh yeah. I like, like, I like to also, like you, you put it so beautifully and though, like sometimes I, rem- it just reminded me of how, you know, breathing affects every cell of our body, like, and also the mitochondria, the powerhouses of it. Yeah. So it's not just like, oh, we're breathing. But it's, first of all, it's also an opening. If we breathe more, like especially with depression, anxiety, I was very close. So I was only probably using a small portion of my brain that was always repeated that everything's bad. Yeah. But we, we all have a, you know, a human mind body. And if we create more space in our lungs, in our belly, you know, more air flows in and more air, more oxygen, you know, gets to our cells and, um, and just like, you know, the mitochondria, the powerhouses. So. It's really fascinating research by um, a friend, uh, friendly uh, a research I'm friend with at uh, Columbia University on mitochondria. It's, there was just, an, I think, an article in the New Yorker or so, and it's so fascinating how breathing can impact that. And so, so doing it continues. I like invite anybody just to like please do it um, for you know like half an hour a day, breathing techniques and seeing how they feel it. And then it's also this habit creation. So what we're doing with breathing AI, our startup is to really help people to create those habits. And to automate those habits. So when you're on the screen right now, oftentimes the screens are going back to feeling disconnected. You know, they're separate from us. They don't adapt to us. So we are creating technologies that help the screens to adapt to our well-being and to notice like, you know, hey, you need a break. Maybe take a 30-second break or a two-minute break. You know, just noticing your posture after like sitting on the desk for two or three hours. You know, maybe posture is a little bit off. Mm -hmm. Maybe just a simple deep breath can help. We have color filters that help to you know use, uh, reduce eye fatigue, eye strain. Um, we have soothing sounds so while you're you know working there. Maybe just like the, the office space or the environment is very noisy. So having like sounds that are calming, you know, sounds like whales or yeah. the ocean calls, uh, any natural sounds, gongs, whatever. Like people can choose. So so we're providing that as a browser extension right now. Um, so anybody can download that on the Chrome Store. And uh, we just launched it actually just a few weeks ago. Uh, have like a global audience right now. I'm very excited to see that like growing every day. And uh, yeah, we 
We're also like creating then like machine learning technologies that help to uh, learn through the webcam and machine learning how we're how we're breathing, how, what our heart rate is. Um, that's a that's a, a research based technology, and uh, and then how the screens can basically provide us the most personalized experience, the most personalized co screen color breaks techniques that help us in the moment to feel better and then basically make it easier so we don't have to you know use another meditation app at the end of the day to meditate for 15 minutes or you know and then we feel bad that we didn't do it so really just like those simple reminders you know 30 seconds two minutes here and then at the end of the day when we go away from the screen we'll be like hey you know I remember like this breathing exercise or just shoulder relaxation my you know I want to relax my shoulders more now or you know what it was it earlier this this you know this program reminded me of oh taking a deep breath so we we get remind we remind ourselves easier because i think it's not like you know doing 30 minutes there at the like on a saturday it's more like you know simple like short things during the day that help us remind us things and you so beautifully put it you know going into the supermarket remembering like what were the things that helped me to go through this experience with a lot of people in there you know like similar we help guide people on their screens like hey you know what can help you right now to have less eye strain less headaches or no headaches at all yeah. and um yeah it's a, it's a we're very excited to to offer this for like people right now <laughs> well i can't thank you enough for talking to me today this was uh, really, really eye-opening, and I'm excited to dig more into this myself because it's it's really, really cool stuff. And just uh, we'll have to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for talking to me today. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful New Year, you and all your audience. <laughs> Wasn't that awesome? I really love that dude, and I love everything that he's doing. What he's got is a Chrome extension for breathing.ai that you can plug right into your browser, and it does all kinds of really interesting things to help you have a healthier relationship with the computer that you are tied to each and every day. If you want to find out more, go to hannesbend.com. As for me, you can always find me every Thursday, coffeeoversuicide.com slash talk. And I'm also doing some fun things with Never Been Fit, Never underscore Ben underscore Fit on Instagram. A good friend of mine with a brain tumor trying to get himself in better shape, and I'm trying to help. You should go cheer him on. But until next week, don't kill yourselves out there.